We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome back. Welcome in. Another BuzzBeat podcast. Appreciate you guys joining today. This is Richie. And on tap for today, it's another Media Day audio clip episode with Cody Martin, Miles Bridges, James Booknight, and Bryce McGowans. Uh, three of these players have had interesting off-seasons, interesting previous seasons, a lot of storylines heading into the season as to how the coaching staff is going to handle these players. You've got Cody Martin, who's coming off a season in which he only played a handful of games. You know, he was kind of rushed back in a sense, because if you read between lines, he even talks about how for the upcoming season, he wants to make sure that he's 100% heading into the season. And he's a guy that is really your prototypical Steve Clifford type of player. And I remember having preseason episodes basically a year ago today talking about how Cody Martin would fit in seamlessly and, you know, Clifford would get the most out of this guy with the roster. If we had only known what type of season he was going to have, we would definitely take those comments back. But the point does remain because he's defensive minded, because he's a guy that hustles and plays team defense and, you know, is everywhere on the court. It is something that just kind of fits seamlessly with what Clifford is trying to do. But I get the sense, and I even got the sense over the offseason, that this guy wasn't going to be 100% for opening night. And to be honest, I still don't think that's going to be the case. It's just a hunch. I think because of the way that there has been very little talk about Cody Martin uh, heading into the offseason and now heading into uh, the tail end of training camp and, and heading into the preseason, because there hasn't been a lot of talk regarding him, I get the sense that they're trying to take it slow, take it patient. And I think he himself, while he's you know, desperate to get out on the court, he's definitely taking his time with this. And uh, I think he doesn't want to rush it and come back 80% and then just re-injure something or overcompensate and uh, that sets him back a little bit more. So I do think that we have to be patient with Cody Martin, uh, but he did just sign recently uh, that four-year contract and uh, we hope that the Hornets get the most out of that from him and then you've got Miles Bridges on this episode as well now there's not much to say about his situation everyone knows what's going on with that and he's on a one-year qualifying offer 
And there was a couple of questions that regarded like his role with the team. And I was definitely going to ask that if I had the chance in terms of if he's had any indication of whether or not he is going to come off the bench after those 10 games. And it may be one of those things where Clifford just kind of plays it by ear and, and see how the uh, starting lineup does after those first 10 games and see if he needs to make a switch. And, you know, Bridges would have to be, I guess, open to either kind of, you know, role, whether that's a starter, which he's so used to doing. But also when Gordon Hayward came in, he also was shifted to the bench uh, for a portion of time as well. And one thing that we did notice that he was no longer wearing Nikes and he was wearing Lamello shoes, you know, you almost wonder if he was dropped by Nike. I'm not sure if that's officially been put out yet, but uh, he was definitely wearing the Lamello ball uh, um, shoes there. And then you've got Book Knight, which he actually ended up being a little bit more reflective and introspective than I would have thought. And you get to hear from him and, you know, his mindset heading into this next season. I think the I think he knows this too, but I think the leash is is very very short with this guy, and he's got to make the most of every opportunity, and he's got to play within himself, and then he's got to handle things off the court as well. There is talent there, but he's never really developed on the NBA level on a consistent basis. So he actually is a better interview than I would have thought, considering everything that's surrounding him right now. And then you end with Bryce McGowan's second-year player, talks about you know, how he leaned heavily on Gordon Hayward and how Hayward taught him to use his size a little bit more and his length. And Bryce McGowan was a very aggressive player last year in getting to the rim. And he just got to find ways to expand his offense off of that. So let's go ahead and get into these four interviews with the media. And we will start with Cody Martin. Last year was, I'm sure, very frustrating for you, and it just kind of happened to sort of stop the nature of everything. How are you feeling right now, and yeah. both physically and maybe mentally after kind of all the fuck we really disappointing year for you? Yeah. Uh, last year was definitely frustrating. It was like one of the first times I've ever had to sit out for that extended period of time. Uh, but I feel like I'm in a way better spot in terms of just like my mental and even physical. I think, you know, right now, it's just continue to do what I've been doing this summer and just building off that. And uh, I'm just looking forward to this season. Coach, I mentioned that you're a little bit, I guess a little bit better to probably bar cans of water. And just how are you physically and um, how do you manage trying to get ramped up but trying to get out to the court yeah. where you want to? Yeah, that's tough. To, I mean, I think that's the biggest part of it is managing right now in terms of just understanding where I'm at and kind of not necessarily putting in dates on where I'm supposed to be coming back and things like that. I think it's all about, you know, when I know that I'm ready to go and uh, just basically working together to figure out when that is. But, you know, right now, the most important thing is to get to get 100 percent. And I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing in terms of my work and continue to be consistent to make sure when I get to that point, I'm ready to go. Could you help? Cool was it to see your brother go and run last year, yeah. and then now, obviously, a lot of attention went his way for how he played. Mm-hmm. You know, not a whole lot of people maybe know your story yet mm-hmm. because we were out last year a lot of the time. So, how does that kind of factor into your motivation to go out there and kind of prove yeah. yourself as well? 
I mean, it was awesome to be there and just especially to be able to see it firsthand and kind of see just, you know, their run and just their preparation and their games and their environment and things like that. And I think it was really cool for me to see because I was able to take, you know, go in there and learn and take notes and kind of see how things were done. And like I said before, the preparation and kind of what it takes to get there. And I only seen the back end of it. And, you know, a lot of that stuff starts right now and well before this point right now, before the season starts in terms of preparation and approach and consistency and uh, work and all those things to lead up to even get there. So, um, you know, it was awesome to see that he, he's worked his butt off to get to that point even more. And, you know, I'm ready to see him continue to grow his game. And as for me, you know, I might have had the year off in terms of playing, but I think it was a big mental year for me and learning how to uh, continue to grow my game and my approach and my mental just continue to be a pro, the best pro I can be. So I think it was a big step for me in that aspect, even though I couldn't be on the court physically, I think I took leaps in other areas of, of my game. So. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Cody, I think when Cliff got here last year, a lot of people identified you as somebody defended at the most with your identifier as being a defense first guy. Yeah. How rewarding Will it be to finally be able to step on the floor when you do get to 100% and be able to feast in yeah. this system? Um, I think that I'm excited and looking forward to that. And I think that, you know, just for what I provide for this team in general and just my game overall, I just look forward to be able to kind of implement myself and my style of play into this system. And, you know, now that we have some experience and time together now that I think that we have grown overall as a team and obviously with Cliff and the way his approach is and his own system, um, it gives us the best chance and opportunity to get the most out of us as players. And I'm just looking forward to that and obviously looking forward to just being healthy to do those things. So I'm excited. I'm excited to get on the floor. And um, like I said, I learned a lot sitting out and being around coach and having a lot of conversations with him and just kind of picking each other's brain. Um, and like I said, I'm just excited for this year. 
Cover a little bit. So I'll talk a little bit of insight. I mean, the injury happened about a year ago. I mean, yeah. Like, what is still kind of, can you keep what is still bothering you? Is it a strength issue? Is it a, yeah. a pain issue? Like, what is, what is, um, I think just like with anything, with any injury, I think a lot of it sometimes is more than the injury itself. Sometimes it's getting back in the rhythm of things. Sometimes it's whatever that is, and some of that stuff varies. I think for me specifically, I just have to make sure because I, I think last year I had a few times where, you know, I tried to go and I might not have been 100%. And, you know, that's trial and error. And just learning from that, just the best thing I can do is make sure that I go in next time whenever that is and making sure that I'm ready that there is no setbacks or I have the best possibility of going out there and being 100%, and that's what's important. Cody, the follow-up with Caleb, he had a great uh, season in last year too with Miami. His offensive game really stepped up. Do you have a brotherly competition with him and maybe like want to try to Oh yeah, him? Oh, yeah. I mean, it definitely it gave, gave me a lot of motivation. And um, just like I said, just to see him do that, especially in person and just their team and the way that they did things, more than just being there to watch my brother, I I learned a lot from their team and the players on there. And like I said, the preparation and, you know, I've seen more than just going there to watch him play on the floor. I've seen the preparation it took to get up to those points. And um, yeah, like we always have that, that competition just in life and in general, but it's, it's a good it's a good competition so that we push each other. And um, like I said, I, it was I was blessed to be able to be there and learn a lot of stuff while I was there. So now, you know, I'm going to take those things that I learned from being there, from that experience, and apply it here. Cody, is this something that is from the injury standpoint that you maybe just will have to kind of live with from a pain tolerance standpoint, or is it something that you or the training staff feel can? eventually get to that 100% where it isn't a worry and yeah. how much of it also is just like you said mental and yeah. making sure that you're up and out of yeah. I mean I think I'm optimistic in general with just like my approach and I, and I believe that I'm going to be there at 100% I just think we just have to be smart about when that is and when to take those steps and just and a lot of that is a uh just collaboration between us to where we have to make sure that we both feel like we're both in a good spot to make sure we um, introduce different things and um, when it's time to get on the floor, making sure that I'm in a good spot to where we all feel comfortable and that, you know, when I'm out there, I can be myself, you know? So I think that that's the most important thing right now. And I'm gonna continue, like I said, to do what I've been doing and that's just show up, work, be consistent with my treatment lift and do everything I can to put myself in a position to go out there and be myself. But the young Navy and five oh five and guys say couldn't scream and stuff like a couple weeks ago you do most of just individual just stuff. Yeah. Stuff. Most of it's just been individual. Most of it's been um just making sure because you know I missed a lot of time. I wanna make sure that I get a lot of reps and and things like that. Um I think as for right now, especially where where I was at, there I don't think there was a lot of need to play five oh five in terms of just risk reward especially at that point and especially at that point when we're not even in training camp and anything like this so i just think it's just about being smart with my approach this time around being smarter learning from what maybe we had did in the past and what works and what didn't work so i think it's just like i said trial error just continue to move forward the best way that we can you got lost in the court wing last year but also you gained some in uh, miller about coming back obviously your uh first stop player defensively 
has there been any talk about you contributing more of like uh, kind of like more of a point guard role as like the obviously Jerry Lamelo in the plate together? I'm sure yeah. he's standing, but just as a point of attack, the fed you're in somewhere. Yeah. I mean, also, sure, do you have been uh, really talk about that, or is it just more so? Uh, I think, you know, I think all that stuff with Cliff, I think, you know, he's going to have his system set in place, but I think a lot of that is just when everybody's back and we have our full team back and obviously implement Miles and just, you know, Brandon, just everybody's here now. So I think that a lot of that, number one, is just going to be based on the chemistry and how things work, who's on the floor. I think a lot of that depends on that. But I think that's what, you know, my versatility makes that good for our team, that I can play those different kinds of roles and I can do what he asked me to do and I can do those things at a high level. So, you know, obviously I was out last year uh, with the injury. So when I get back, it's just about finding ways to implement myself and that versatility to our team. And I feel like I've always been a player that's whatever the coach needs. I'm, I can do that, so I'm just looking forward to, like I said, playing the system and, you know, just uh, for us all to kind of gel and get back on the floor together since we've had that time uh, missing for a little while. Cody, there was a story that ran about your brother Caleb, uh, how J. Cole kind of helped him get to Miami. Mm. Obviously, Cole is now a minority owner on the team. Is there any relationship there between yeah. Cole? Yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's my dude, man. He's good dude he's been like that since i met him i knew him since i was in college um when i was at north carolina state and uh you know he just he was around and he's a hooper himself he loves hoops and uh you know he's just a good dude man and you know nothing about him he doesn't change he's same dude consistent with, with whatever he does um and i just think that you know obviously that whole story is a great story and and how it came to be and how those opportunities came up. So I just think that it shows that even with his success and his own path and his own career, um, it's just a character thing for him at heart. That's just who he is. So it means a lot to have somebody like that and know somebody like that. And, you know, obviously we've been blessed and fortunate enough to kind of cross paths and be able to impact each other's life. Miles, with the uh, welcome back, what are some of the emotions kind of going through, uh, I guess, you do today and in the past, I guess, couple months being back at Charlotte since re-signing with the team? Uh, it just feels good to be back. You know, my team has embraced me since I've been back. Um, and I'm just trying to, I'm just happy to get acquainted with the team, you know. There's a lot of new faces, so just trying to figure out, you know, team chemistry. And it's been good, so I'm, 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 I'm happy. Uh, one of the things that Cliff said that you guys have done and will do a lot of scrimmage work in order to try to get you acclimated. At what point when you, do you feel like you'll feel comfortable enough to be able to be, quote unquote, up to game speed after being gone for a year? Uh, you know, it's tough being gone for a year. So just getting back to five on five, it's, it's, it's been, I wouldn't say it's been tough. You know, it only took me, you know, a few games. But I, I feel like it's more so, it's more so just my stamina, getting my stamina back to speed, um, getting a feel for the you know five on five basketball because I've been going playing one on one, working out by myself for last year. So it, it's it's good though. What is the player for you? Do you think kind of get you ramped up, or what do you want to be physically? Like winning the games, like counting that your 
Uh, just extra reps, you know, going to the weight room more, pushing myself past exhaustion, you know, <clears throat> pushing myself to where I'm uncomfortably tired, you know. Uh, that's that's what I've been working on lately. Because um, I know it's, I, I'll get the feel back of the, for the game. It's just more so me getting my win. I've been for you, the guys mentioned they, they've all been back here for a while now in town. Something had to happen previously in mm-hmm. the last couple of years. One, made you notice that, and two, how does that get benefits from like yourself trying to get back with your guys trying to figure out how you fit in? Yeah, I mean, my first two years here, all the vets didn't come back to like the week of training camp or, you know, a week before. So it was kind of surprising just seeing all the guys being back. Um, and that just shows commitment. That just shows like we're ready, we're ready to win. We're trying to get better. So that was a good thing for me. How is help different because of this style that Book plays compared to what you were in with JB? And, and do you think that'll take time for you to learn his specific since you was working here last year? Uh, I, I like the way Cliff does things, you know. It's just more, for, for Cliff, it's more structured. You know, we're still getting out in transition, but it's just, you know, we know who's going to be shooting the ball, who's going to be facilitating, and, and everybody knows their role. So that's that's what I would say is the most difference between uh, JB and, and Cliff. What is your role, Miles, uh, in terms of what is Buff Tosian, this your role? Uh, I mean, of course, he, he wants me to score the ball, but the main thing he really wants me to focus on this year is my defense. Um, he feels like I can make a huge jump, um, and I, I do too. I don't see why I shouldn't try to get on one of the all-defensive teams. Um, I, I believe in myself with, with my defensive abilities, um, and, and that's what I'm going to be focused on this year. And you'll travel with the team during the first 10 games? Yeah, I believe so. I don't know too many details about it, but I believe so. Well, so you've been a starter here in the past, and you know, you come in here and list 10 games. And once, once you get back through here, I mean, does it matter to you to start? I mean, in terms of your role, how, how do you handle all that? Um, it doesn't really. It doesn't really matter to I me. Mean, you know, when Gordon first got signed here and I went to the bench, um, it didn't really make a difference for me. You know, I just like to impact the team as much as I can. Um, but no, I'm, I'm not worried about starting. Um, everything everything be good this year. That's all I know. As somebody who knows Mel the way you do, um, you think I'm aware I get pressure because you're pressure for the first mm-hmm. time. What have you noticed about that and how much do you, you know, hope to have some in the forefront you got? Yeah, I mean, Melo's a great all-around player, you know. The only thing you have to worry about him is just can he stay healthy. And I feel like him wearing ankle braces, uh, that'll help him. You know, that's something that Kimba did. He put on knee pads, ankle braces. Um, and, I, and I think it'll help him. He's just got to get adjusted to it. Final phone forward when got a little bit more crowded Brandon Miller got here. How do you think all you guys are going to be able to you know, play together on the court? And, uh, yeah, they're coming with each other. Well, I mean, I like the middle game. You know, he's been playing really good. He, he already plays like a pro. You know, some college guys, once they come in, um, including myself, when I first came to the league, everything is moving 100 miles per hour for me, and it feels like the game has already slowed down for him. So I, I, he's going to have a great year, and I'm happy to see that he's a hard worker, great kid, um, and I love being around him. Awesome. Well, long as you return to the basketball court, can we see you do music the week on the way? You know, I, I, I've been in the studio, but my main focus right now is basketball, so I'm, I'm going to keep it that way. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um,
How do you think that like guys like Omelo, EJ, Gabe, and Pearl since you were last on the court a couple of years back? Um, I feel like Melo's grown defensively, you know, just staying focused on the defensive end. Um, and I feel like PJ the same way, you know, just his defense has been amazing. Last year it was, it was crazy how he was guarding the best player, you know. So I think those guys both grew defensively, and I'm excited for them this year. Clifford said in your miles that he thought this is the most talented team he's had as a head coach. We feel like he's the most talented Hornets team. Yeah, I, I feel like it is too. You know, we got a combination of guards, wings, bigs. Um, really don't have any excuses on, on, on the floor. So, you know, before we used to, we could be like, look, we didn't, we didn't, have, a, we didn't have a big, or we didn't have guard, backup guards, but now we got everything we need, so everything is on us. You know, no excuse. Please, make a play that. Yeah, I think so. We just got to continue to get better every day. James, welcome back. Uh, you got into the rotation in the last few weeks of last season. That's some big performances. How were you able to use or how you finished last season as motivation for this summer? Um, I think I talked about it a little bit at the end of last year. Um, just using my time back with the Hornets at the end of the year as some momentum going into the summer and being able to use that as something to build on. To start this year. In terms of kind of your game, where do you feel like the biggest growth theory it is for you and what you want to accomplish this year? Um, in terms of my game, I just think it's continuing to work on a little bit of everything um, on both sides of the basketball and including off the court mentally and just continuing, like I said uh, before, just continuing to do the things that Help me have success at there in the last year. Has there been anything in particular that you've worked on adding to your game? And jumped up, is it, is it you know, more this or that? I mean, what have kind of been the focal points for you, more so basketball-wise this summer? Um, I would say I've been getting up a lot of shots, thousands of shots um, off the catch and continuing to tighten up my handles and working on my defense on the other end of the ball, both on the ball and off. Um, just being able to pick things up faster. Um, I've always been someone that kind of picked up things fast and um, didn't really like need extra time. It's always catching me really quickly. But yeah, um, working on my jump shot, and dribbling the ball, passing the ball, like just uh, a little bit of everything. Clint uh, is obviously really big on film work and watching film. I know he talked with the previous summer about like you've got to do it in summer league. How could you, I guess, best describe how beneficial it is for you to see a good 10-name sample size like Disney in the last season when you're getting 25, 30 minutes a game and a lot of possessions? How much does it help you watching that to take the next step worldwide? Um, for me, I think film is everything. Like watching myself on the court and then watching my movement and watching where I am placement-wise on the court, I think it means so much. Uh, even being able to watch film with like pickup and just me working out. You know, with um, coaches on the floor with me, um, being able to see it, it, I think is essential to helping me grow as a player. Well, I know there was some difficulties last year um, off the floor, and then you went to Greenboro, played some time there, and had to kind of get back through that. How do you feel like you got through last year? I guess what was your, I guess, the carrot at the end of the stick that you were looking at and saying, okay, I want to get back in and, and play meaningful minutes by the end of the year? Um, I think I, I, I definitely think starting the season off, I was uh, 
I think there was that, there were times where I was ready, and there, there were times where I wasn't ready to play. Um, uh, no specific reason, just being young in the league and not having much experience. I just think that was the case. So I think going down to Greensboro, I was able to, like I said, work on the things that needed to be worked on. And um, towards the end of the year, I was starting to hit my stride, starting to feel good mentally and physically. My show on the court. Um, and then I was able to use that momentum going into this summer. I was able to put together a great summer. You said there were times that you felt like you were ready. How, how jarring is that for somebody who, again, is, is trying to make himself stick? And how, how jarring is that for you mentally? Oh, it's, it's always tough. I think not only for young guys, from even old guys, veterans. Um, when you go on the court and you don't feel like you're ready or you don't feel like you belong, of course, it takes a toll on you. Um, but I know I belong. I know I belong here in the league. You have, and then it's just finding it. Jim Dawson never wants to spend on Greensboro or set the G League, but do you kind of find it as a blessing in disguise to a certain extent because you you are able to kind of find something though about your game and, and kind of tinker with Swiss belt and then also it's obviously some of these younger guys they may spend some time down there. So when they do go down there, uh, what's kind of your advice for them to to handle themselves when they're in the G League? Oh, yeah, I think you can say yeah. Uh, but I honestly think when you go down there, you just can't take the time for granted. Uh, it goes so fast. I'm already in my third year, you know. Um, so what I would have those young guys just go in there and just work and just don't take that time for granted and just try to enjoy it, try to have fun. And when you're down there, it's kind of you have a little bit of impatience and trying to want to get back to, to the NBA roster? Is it like trying to cut to do too much or do you just kind of take it one day at a time, one play at a time to be able to get back up? I'm sorry, you the question. <laughs> so when you're down there in the G League, do you ever feel like a sense of pressure to, to get back up as quick as you can or do you just kind of have to focus on like, what's that second? Um... I don't think it's like a rush. I mean, you're not, just, you're not going anywhere, right? So I think it's more just uh, being able to control your thoughts and how you're feeling. It's just, that's how it was for me, is just being able to control my thoughts and just be patient, knowing that my time's not coming. Okay, you got a lot of the talent that you really haven't been able to display on the court money so far in your career. How did you change that trajectory this year? I'm sorry, can you repeat the question? I said you've got a lot of talent that Billy Devin Bimmick would show on the court so far in your career. I was just wondering how you changed that trajectory like uh, this to go Um, I think going into training camp, I got to continue to do what I did this summer. And just show coach that I've been learning. Play hard every day and let my talent do the talk. Bryce, welcome back. Obviously, year two. How would you ask Mark the same thing? How does the emotions of today, getting ready for your second NBA camp, compared to sort of where you were a year ago, and everything I'm sure was very new and just taking everything in. Uh, coming into year two, uh, I feel you know much better um, and you know more confident, and you know just this year uh, in general, you know just knowing like knowing more things than I did coming in last year, and um, like knowing defensive uh, assignments, offensive. Of plays, um, I feel I feel more comfortable. You also played a lot last year, particularly in the second half of the season. Played two, three of you. 
talk a little bit at all kind of about what your role is going to be this year, position-wise, or is it, again, one of those you're, you're kind of open to whoever he, he plugged you in, you're good to go? Uh, yeah, me and Coach Cliff, you know, we've talked a lot this offseason, uh, really just um, playing the right way, uh, like last year, just always playing the right way, and uh, defensively uh, continue to, you know, step it up and uh, make the right plays. Cliff had mentioned earlier that you were, I guess, banged up. Um, just how you do it injury-wise and just, I guess, when you sort of help you on the court after stuff Yeah, I rolled my ankle like a week ago, but um, coming in to training camp, you know, right now I'm just doing treatment and, you know, working myself, uh, trying to get back on the court. And uh, so uh, it's like day-to-day. The frustrating uh, just point having to kind of like, let's say you stood out, but I know you want to get out there where I rate the guys and how you kind of just manage your Emotion kind of makes you actually go a little anger, I guess, into the season. Yeah, um, it's tough, you know, having this happen like right before training camp and not being 100%, but, um, you know, all I can do is just pay attention to detail uh, and be there for my teammates. I know that you work on all parts of the game during the offseason. What do you feel like got the most attention, whether it was three point shooting, efficiency in the rim? I know Cliff just talked about rim efficiency being something he wants to improve. Uh, I would say like rim decisions and like you said, um, rim efficiency and just really all aspects of the game. I feel like uh, this summer, you know, I paid attention a lot to the defensive end, like watching film on uh, other guys and uh, just seeing, you know, how they play, um, you know, on and off the ball. People talk a lot about the game slowing down. You feel like you're at that point where it's slowed down to a level that you feel like you're comfortable with? Uh, yeah, definitely. I feel like the game has uh, slowed down a lot. You know, like I said, um, just knowing, uh, you know, different, like different coverages, and uh, just you know, being in a game and feeling more comfortable uh, within myself. First, last year you said that Kelly had a big influence on you when you first came here. You took her as one. Now Kelly gone. Is there someone that's kind of replaced his role for you? Kind of lean on that you're still kind of that. Uh, yeah, I would say Gordon. Um, you know, me and Gordon have uh, became pretty close um, this summer. You know, getting in the gym together uh, early morning. So um, me and Gordon have definitely uh, locked down. What's some of the the key things that he's giving you advice on? Uh, really, just being able to you know use my length and you know uh, just continue to play hard and you know find find ways to you know score offensively and defensively. Um, you know, just find little tricks. Um, Stop the defender for scoring. Oh, down the stretch last season, obviously you had a lot of success, kind of stepping into um, some starting here and there, and the backcourt's very open, just giving the depth to like to come in and like play on the wing. Do you have any expectations necessarily for yourself? Uh, I guess for how to fit in the rotation. Uh, yeah, but um, like I said, just playing the right way. Um, you know, that's that's the main thing for me and. Uh, I'm, I'm ready for whatever. So just uh, continue to play the right way and, you know, step up defensively. It's going to be huge for me. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. 
But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.